is Fresh 107.9, where we keep you fresh all day. It's your number one party station. Fresh. Let's go. Fresh 107.9 FM. Niger Hit Music Station. Listen via tunein.com or download Fresh FM Nigeria on Play Store. Fresh, thank you for joining us uh, this Monday morning. It's the 15th of February, 2021. Uh, Very um, beautiful morning. Um, Things have uh, started a bit gently, slowly, you know, but I know that uh, a lot of us getting out of our works already, some of us settling in at our workplaces, some of you just getting to your workplaces for one reason or the other. Good morning to you. Thank you for choosing. Fresh 107.9 FM Abelkja. Uh, is Abisola with his song Jericho kickstarting things uh, many thanks to Ever Blazing I don't know where he dug that out I don't know is your Jericho falling <laughs> why are you 
<laughs> uh, a lovely song this morning. But it's a great song. Uh, kickstarting things at this hour. Thank you really for joining us. Is platform this Monday. Wally Bakar is my name. And I'm glad to know you're there uh, joining the program this uh, Monday morning. Uh, it was a weekend of um, love, you know, the Valentine. But a number of things also happened uh, during the weekend, aside from the Valentine celebration, which was low-key, by the way. Uh, there were a lot of discussions about the perennial issues uh, that we have had to deal with in this part of the world uh, for a couple of months, years now. Um, questions about our unity, questions about how much we love ourselves, and then the security issues that emanate uh, from such issues. We saw what happened in Chasha and Ibadan. Uh, we saw... Uh, what um, what has been happening in some parts of Ogun State as well, especially in Yewa. On Friday, there was this group of young people who issued a quick notice and all, uh, similar to what has happened in some parts of the country uh, in uh, previous weeks. And it just appears that we are in a very um, dicey, uh, slippery slope where uh, with any little spark, we could have people... Uh, from different groups warring over issues and uh, some have said that um, uh, since the civil war for uh, since the civil war uh, nigeria has not added this bad and they're saying government has to do a lot to ensure that we remain as a country uh, that is safe and secure uh, last week, the governor of Benue, Samuel Otom, uh, wrote a letter to the president where he said that it is important that government uh, does something very urgently to avoid another war uh, in the country. And that's a position that a number of people have adopted uh, in the last uh, couple of weeks, uh, last couple of days, so to speak. Uh, that is what we'll be getting our attention this morning. Uh, we will be talking about the uh, very slippery, uh, very dicey situation in the country, and uh, how some say we're on the pre- on the precipice, and that you know we just have to act very quickly to avoid things from nose diving into a very very terrible place. Uh, you know, at the moment, uh, we'll take a listen to the senior special ad- assistant to the president of media and publicity, Mr. Gaba Sheu, uh, who was having to answer questions about whether the pre- uh, you know as regards the allegations that the president has appeared unbothered by some of the issues going on in the country. We're speaking on uh, Challenge Television's um, Sunrise Daily this morning. Uh, we'll get to listen to him. And uh, we'll also uh, be speaking with uh, the chairman of the uh, Police Community Relations Committee, that's PCRC here in Ogun State, Venerable uh, Dr. Samson Kokwala. He'll be talking to us about the phone lines this morning just to get his thoughts about the situation and what really uh, is the way forward uh, for us as a country at the moment. And then we'll get thoughts from you as well. Uh, this morning. But um, just to remind us that the COVID-19 pandemic continues to wreak its havoc. Uh, There was this report on the Tribune uh, this morning that said 100 people actually died of COVID in the last seven days in the country. There were, I think, 502 new cases reported by the NCDC. Uh, We're entering... So yesterday kick-started another week for, you know, of uh, taking record for the NCDC uh, well, 502 is how we are kickstarting things this week. Hopefully, uh, it will remain in that region. I'll begin to see a decline. Although the WHO uh, said over the weekend that there was a global decline for fourth con- for the fourth consecutive week, as far as the COVID-19 is concerned. But uh, hopefully, 
uh, we will begin to have uh, the numbers reduced and the number of deaths especially very worrying at the moment so we'll begin to see them uh, reduced uh, what do we have to do uh, these are the, the things that we've always been talking about wear your face mask in public avoid crowded places uh, maintain great hygiene where your wash your hands with soap and water uh, use uh, alcohol-based sanitizers remember there is that law that thing turned into law by the president uh, which even mandates that you could get arrested and prosecuted are you if you are caught not wearing your face mask although uh, some have questioned you know <laughs> whether the police have the time uh, you know to f- enforce this law especially considering that they have a lot of work on their hands at the moment but uh, there is uh, the group that believe uh, this is a time where we need to take personal responsibility. This is time where uh, we need to do these things, not because government is asking us to do it, but do it for ourselves and our loved ones. Where you wear your face mask because you don't want to catch COVID or you wear your face mask because in case you have COVID, you don't want to give it to others and further uh, you know, uh, exacerbate the spread of the situation. So please wear your face masks, avoid crowded places and do all that is needed. Uh, to help win this war against the COVID-19. Thank you for joining the program this morning. I'll take a very quick pause and uh, when we return, we'll get straight into what we'll be getting our attention, the security situation in the country. Like I said, we'll take a listen to uh, Mr. Garbashio's uh, comments uh, from a television program earlier this morning as regards the president's um, position as far as this is concerned, considering there have been some that have claimed the president appeared or appears not bothered by the situation in the country. It's part from this morning. Please don't go anywhere. platform on fresh 107.9 fm at Belgrade. today monday the 15th of february 2021 good morning to you once again thank you for joining us on the program this morning wali bakar is my name and it's good to know you're there uh in case you're just joining us for one reason or the other i said that the uh, very tense situation in the country is what will be getting our attention uh, this uh, morning uh the uh, there have been a number of people that have uh, looked at the situation in the country and um, claimed or alleged that the president Muhammad Bari appears uh, not entirely bothered. In fact, I know a number of times I've listened to, uh, I think one of you calls on uh, the on uh, the newspaper review program freshly press who continues to say the president's folding his legs. You know, uh, so there are people who have alleged and claimed that the president. Or hasn't been doing anything or appears not bothered 
or his body language does not suggest that he is bothered by the issues that are going on in the country. Uh, the senior special assistant to the president and media and publicity, Mr. Gabashi, who was speaking earlier this morning on a television program uh, where he attempted to, you know, um, he did uh, say that it would not be right to suggest that the president is not doing anything. Saying, how can you say the president is not doing anything? He is the president of this country. He's definitely bothered about the situation and he would love uh, things to be uh, to be normal uh, in the country. Uh, let's take a listen to Mr. Gabashio, uh, this uh, was while I was speaking earlier this morning to set the tone for the conversation this morning. So uh, the president is uh, more than concerned about the ongoing situation and uh, he is fully conscious of the fact that it is the responsibility of his government to work with all Nigerians to secure life and to stop uh, the ongoing you know, crisis, whether they are kidnappings or now the, the, the new line of it is uh, ethnic hatred and violence. Uh, he condemns it, and does not support it, and the fact now is, having spoken against it, condemned it, it, it follows that um, all security agencies must take their line of action from the president's mark and do that which is necessary, which is to stop the escalation of this uh, mutation of violence that has, has, has been witnessed in some parts of the country, and uh, and uh, and uh, ensure that it does not go beyond where it has been recorded. And secondly, also, it is it is for community leaders, everyone local uh, and the traditional and and the elected people. They, they must work with the president. Uh, I have had the senators saying so much that is untrue about the president, and this is not how to solve the problem. When some actors in in the country in the political space. Get him, look, there is no big criminal in this country without a big man behind him. When you unlock the door for, for one of the country's biggest criminals to bolt away, and then you go, you, you convince a judge that, uh, no, it is the army that let him go. So you that bailed him, what, there must be trust between yourselves. Bring him back. Let him come and face justice. So to now say president is doing nothing, it's because the, because there is impunity. Impunity is in the country because they are big men. Senior Special Assistant to the President, Gabashio, uh, speaking earlier this morning. And, you know, the, the, the latter part of uh, the things he had to say, interesting about, say, you know, the impunity in the country, saying they are big men. Uh, and also, <laughs> it's interesting that uh, when we talk about impunity, uh, that's what some have, uh, you know, criticized the government for, saying it is this government that has allowed uh, the country to get to that level. Where at least he also says there's impunity in the land, but... Uh, obviously, uh, he, he didn't. Uh, he didn't uh, I'm not sure he got to the part of saying uh, what was the cause and all. But um, those were his words this morning, saying it uh, it would be uh, inappropriate or wrong to suggest that the president is not bothered by the situation, that the president is not doing anything about the situation uh, in the country. I did say uh, that uh, the uh, PCRC chairman here in Ogun State uh, will be joining us via the phone lines this morning. Uh, uh, Venerable Dr. Samson Pokwala talking to us via the phone lines this morning. As regards, you know, the very 
tense situation in the country. And uh, what we should be doing, really, uh, to ensure that things do not get out of hand. Uh, good morning to you, sir. Great to have you join us. Good morning. Yes. Um, well, let, let's just get straight to it. I know that you, I remember some weeks back, I think it was after the very sad incident of the uh, killing of the Berno rice farmers. Uh, you also uh, joined us and we were talking about the security situation in the country, which is something we've had to battle for a while. But uh, the last couple of weeks now, I've seen us um, on the brink of some say an uh, you know, ethnic war or an ethnic uh, breakdown. Uh, between various groups in the country linked to the farmers' headers crisis and a number of other issues. We saw what happened uh, in uh, Ibad over the weekend in Shasha. And it just tells it just paints the picture, tells you what the situation is in the country and how quickly things could go bad if we do not do anything about it. What, what do you make of the situation at the moment? Uh, well, uh, thank you very much. I think the situation we have in the country today, pretty patriotic Nigeria should be worried. We should be worried about uh, how security uh, situation in the country, especially in our part of the country, here, Southwest, has degenerated in the last couple of, uh, uh, let me say, couple of weeks. And so, even as members of the PCRC, it gives us a lot of concern that uh, a hitherto very peaceful, you know, coexistence between the, the various nationalities or the settlers or the indigenous that have been living peaceably, you know, for a very long time that things could quickly degenerate into what we have uh, what we have today. And so, as the chairman of this house, I'm worried and concerned and we're doing a lot we're doing a lot that we can do to, to, uh, to dial the tension. Nigeria still remains a federal country. Whether we like it or not, that is the position of the constitution and that is how it should be. But uh, uh, without missing what, that is also an excuse uh, for, you know, you know, condoning criminalities or, you know, uh, some set of people bring them, uh, bringing themselves together to put the security situation of the country at risk. And uh, I'm worried, I'm worried, I'm worried, I'm worried. I'm really, really very worried. And uh, uh, every patriotic Nigeria, everybody who has had one thing or the other to do with this country should be worried. And I think more especially the president of the Federal Republic of Nigeria should be more worried about it. Now, what, what, what do you make of, because, uh, you know, at this time, uh, the, uh, when you, <laughs> when you, the word to re- really use is uh, worry, because uh, when you talk to a lot of people who are worried, uh, they say that what they are worried about mostly is that when you have a situation where people believe that they are not guaranteed, that their safety or security is not guaranteed, they're not sure that government is going to do what is needed to keep them safe, they resort to self-help. And uh, when you put that side by side with the uh, recent statement by the Baltic State Governor that got a love, that generated a huge debate uh, where he said, well, the headsmen that wield AK-47s were using it for self-defense, and you know, there's also been the calls by some people that if that is the case, let's all let's let's have a situation where people can be licensed for the for example, the Benue State Governor continues to talk about that. But some people are worried about the fallout, the possible fallout of what that could be, where you know people could eventually just resort to taking laws into their hands. Um, what should be what should be the approach of government at this time, especially when we've gotten to a stage where we're already getting calls of people saying, Well, if you can't do it, we might have to do it ourselves. Thank you. I think that the statement coming from the Baltic State government, uh, governor, is very, very unfortunate. 
because uh, as a governor, he is supposed to be the uh, chief custodian of the law. And of course, AK-47 is not uh, uh, is not part of the, you know, even when you are licensed as a private citizen, AK-47 is not part of the, you know, uh, arm that you could carry. And so coming from uh, somebody of his stature, it uh, shows that beyond what we are saying, there are some, a lot of political undertones. The 2023 uh, agenda and everything is being rolled up into one. Uh, the crisis of farmers and hiders have been with us for a very long time. I have been able to manage it, we've been managing it. But when you start having some political dimensions of this that are happening, and some people are standing behind the wall and stoking the fire of violence, stoking the fire of, uh, of insecurity, then one needs to be worried. But I think this time, more than ever before, more than ever before, every arm of the government, from the presidency to the local government, should come out. People need to be reassured. And that reassurance can only come from leaders. This is not the time for any head of government to, to hide behind us. They want to see your face. They want to hear from you, directly from you. This is the state governor, the senator, the, the president. Now is the time for you to come out openly and lead. When you lead, others will follow. We are, we are, in America today, you see the president, the new president, the former president, coming out almost every day to speak to the people, to reassure them. And that gives them the guarantee that, of course, we have leadership. We have leadership. We have a leader that cares for us. We have a leader that feels our pain. The state governors, the senators, you know, wherever you are, at every arm of government in this country, this is the time to come out and speak. Speaking through somebody, but come out and speak. Let us hear it from your mouth. Give the people the assurance. Give them the assurance they need. Let them know that we have a government in place. Let them know that the government is concerned about the security deterioration in the country. And so, uh, you might just be able to, you know, be able to down the tension. Because if we are not seeing our leaders, if our leaders are not speaking to us, then there is very, very little that people like me or you can do about it. Uh, if you talk, they will tell you that, okay, uh, we don't believe you. Where is this? Where is that? And I think this is the time for the governor to come out. This is the time for the senators to come out. This is the time for the president to speak to, this, to, to, to the country and reassure them that they are on top of the situation. The, the, and our security agencies, of course, should also be on top of the situation. We know they are. Uh, the situation is, 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 is very daunting. The task is very daunting. Even when you look at the uh, architecture of, of, of the state, before you move from water side to Igua to Ibogo and everything, and coupled with the shortage of manpower that we have, they are being, being stressed. They are being stressed. And so this is the time for everybody, including community leaders, CDA leaders, everybody to come out. These criminals are living within them. This is not a tribal thing. This is not a tribal thing, this is not an ethnic thing. Criminals are criminals. Whether it's a Yoruba man, or an Igbo man, an Ibibio man, a Fulani or an Amsa, a criminal is always a criminal. We need to bring them out for the long arm of justice to catch up with them and to serve as veterans for others that may have the same, uh, the same agitation in their mind. This is a country that is governed by law, and we should not allow it to collapse. People that went through the civil war in the 67 to 70, Although we were very young, but the story we hear about what happened is not a palatable thing. It's not something I want to experience myself. And it's not something I want my children to experience. And so all of us be on deck to make sure that this country remains peaceful, remains cohesive, and remains warm.
Now, uh, the, when, when we, we've heard a lot of things from uh, you know, the um, defense minister uh, came out to say that uh, government will not watch, uh, will not sit and watch some people uh, destroy the country. And there, there is something a number of people have said about um, sometimes government's, uh, government's uh, comments about the situation, especially when government comes out to say uh, that uh, maybe there's some political undertone or it is some individuals in the opposition or, you know, some individuals who do not like the current government that are stoking the, uh, you know, the fire and uh, making sure that the, uh, the, the situation in the country is a lot tense. Uh, there are some that believe that is government uh, just um, shying away from the truth and uh, doing what they should be doing precisely uh, to tackle the situation of the country. Uh, do, do you believe that as well? I, I, I think I think one of the unfortunate you know in this country is that we allow every situation to get out of hand. When things begin, you know, this kidnapping of a king, this uh, kidnapping for money arm robbery, this thing will start and you'll find out that at the beginning people will pay little or no attention to it until it gets to a level where we can hardly control it. And that is what is actually happening now. If this particular, you know, farmers, elders and kidnapping banditry is now having political undertone, it didn't start with politics. Mm. It started somewhere. Politics may now be coming into it. But if we allow something to fester, of course, we are giving room for other, you know, interests to come into that particular situation. And I think beyond it, whether it's politics, whether it's a big man or somebody somewhere, that person has a name, has an identity, it, they should be brought to book. We've been chatting about Boko Haram for years, people have been speaking about sponsors of Boko Haram. Are we saying that our security agencies are unable to fish out those behind it, those sponsoring it, where is the financing coming from? Where is the arms and ammunition coming from? Where are this money being spent, this money being collected? Where are they being spent? Is it, is it impossible for us to be able to trace it and get to the root of this matter? This is the challenge. And the body and the body language of, a govern, of government will determine whether these things will be done or not. If the body language of the government is not positive about fishing them out, that is little. That the, that the government can do about that, sorry, that the security agencies can, can do about it. That's why I said that we must have a positive body language from our governors, from our state representatives, from the president. The body language must be able to assure that this violence is against this ethnic uprising here and there. And it's only then that citizens are motivated to join out with the government to bring down the tension in the country. Now let, let, let's take a moment uh, to talk about what is happening in Ogun State. Uh, the uh, I think it was on Friday uh, after what happened in Yewa. I think on two occasions there were reports of uh, killings by um, suspected headsmen. Now uh, after on Friday there was a statement released by a youth group in Yewa that was uh, issuing a quit notice, just like we've seen. Uh, that I, we've seen it done in some parts of the country in the previous time. Uh, are you are you aware? Because as a PCRC, I know you'd have been part of a number of engagements. Are you aware of engagements going on to reduce the tension in these areas and, uh, more importantly, tackle the issues uh, that have been complained about by these young people in that area? Of course, of course, there are engagements going on. Just last week, I called for a meeting of all the uh, leaders of the 
planets, the Aousas, and uh, all other stakeholders, including our traditional rulers and everything. And we had a very, very robust deliberation on how to bring this thing down. And you know, for that, even some of these people that are living with us, some of them have been with us for the seven years. I, I, I listened to the uh, the, uh, the head of the media airlines that was speaking in very fluent. Oh, and, and I wonder, I saw an Igbo man uh, from Shagambia who says he's the secretary of a, of a palace in, in, uh, in Remo. That shows the level of cohesion that we have achieved in Ogun State. Ogun State is a reference point for peaceful and uh, you know, very cohesive, very congenial community living, where every nationality is uh, you know, at home when they get to Ogun State. And so what is happening now is quite unfortunate. Going on. I've engaged them. Today, I'll be moving to a uh, uh, part of Yewa to be able to speak to our leaders, they have to be able to speak to the youth, to the community leaders and everything that we have to bring down the tension. We have to identify those who are behind this thing and bring them out. And this is what I think that everybody who has one thing or the other to do with this country, in your own little way, we can also do our bit. We can also do our bit. Now, this, this thing is you. A quick notice, a quick notice uh, for, you know, the, the uh, all maybe full lines out there in Ogun State to leave. Of course, we are now asking those people in Kano to also give the Yorubas or the Egdas or the Igebus living in Kano the same quick notice to come back. And that thing, and when that thing starts, you know, we can only know the beginning of, of an insurrection. Mm. No one can be able to say this is the end. It's eventually going to be resolved around the round table. Why do we have to go to the war field? and then come back to the round table. Why don't we start with the round table, talk to ourselves, and be able to, we told the Fulanese that during that particular meeting, that look, a lot of you have been living with us, and you've been living peaceably, but you will not be able to tell us that you don't know these people that are tormenting us. And you are afraid. Go to the security agencies, let them know, give them information. Don't hide them under this ethnic agenda that they're my brothers. If it's the Yoruba that is doing the same thing, bring them out. If it's an Igbo man, bring them out. Let us put away the, the, the you know, the, 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 the destructive stones from our graves. Let, let them bring, be able to face the law. So engagements are going on. The students are going to join us in that engagement. The youth are going to get on. We're talking to the market women. We're talking to everybody concerned that because we cannot afford Ogun State to be turned to a theater of war. We cannot. We cannot afford it. This is a, a state that is growing. Development that is going on in every nook and cranny of this state. We cannot allow any ethnic or any tribal war to slow us down and bring us back to our grand zero. So I want to appeal to everybody. This is not the time for anger. This is the time for constructive engagement. We need to engage. We need to communicate. We don't need to blacklist anybody. You can blacklist the whole of the tribe. And then all of them are rogue, all of them are thieves, all of them. No, we cannot. That is stereotyping. We cannot stereotype. Just like the youth are saying that they are, all of them are not Yahoo boys during the entrance thing. That was they said now. That when you see every youth, you see every youth is a young guy, and that they are not all of them. So if they, are, if they can fight for that, that they, they should not be stereotyped as Yahoo. Why then do we agree that not all Aousas, not all Igbo, not all Yorubas, not all Fulanis are criminals? Yes, every tribal have their own criminal tendencies. Every of them have their own fair share of criminal elements amongst us. But it's our duty to be able to bring them out to face justice. Now, to when face justice. 
when when you talk about so, sorry to Bolton when when you talk about bringing the criminals out to face justice, I'm sure you must have heard of complaints from some uh, communities where they say uh, they some people get arrested and they get uh, released on the call of some uh, VIP as we call them, and then that that has in you know um, made them confident as far as how the, how well the security agencies can handle situations of dealing with criminals even if they find them. Have you Let heard? Let me tell you one thing. Let yeah. me tell you one. Thing. That is still a mindset. As we have big men who are you know routing for criminals, so we should be able to ra- to, to raise up big men that will also be bringing criminals to justice. You, you get my you get my drift. Okay. For every community, when you have somebody who is a big man that is criminal, we should also within that community have some big men that will rise up and say we don't want criminality in our thing. The problem I've seen as chairman of this is the fact that you bring somebody, you know, you, you arrest somebody, you take him out of the police station and you forget about it. Forgetting that the police will not be without witnesses, without people who will volunteer that, yes, I want to stand, I want to give witness, I want, I want to give evidence in court that this person is a criminal. You, you take somebody to the police station today and you then three or four days, you are not there to even monitor what, what's going on. And the law is there that after 24 hours, if there is nobody there, that person needs to be charged to court. And you cannot charge somebody to court on an offense without having witnesses. Who will be willing to stand before the judges and say, yes, this is what happened, this is what happened. We have that problem. We also have problem with the judiciary. We have problem with our human rights. That will say that a criminal who this right will now go back to court and be claiming his own rights. Let us all agree that if you have violated somebody's right, you have also lost the right to your own right. Because you cannot kill somebody and then go to the court and say, eh, 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 I'm claiming the right to sanctity of life. How about the life that you have taken? Like not, 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 uh, not, not the life too that you have taken. So we need to agree. The lawyers, the human rights uh, you know, uh, uh, community, and even the judiciary, we all have to agree that we need to sanitize, to sanitize this country. To sanitize this country. The communities must be and give evidence. The police must be willing to prosecute. The judges must be there to see that justice is meted out to those that have been found guilty. And that is the only way we can go about it. We all have to come together. I've got to play the role. We are in an emergency situation. In an emergency situation, certain rights are waived. Certain rights are lost. And that, is that we are at the fringe of war. We are the fringe of a tribal war. We are the fringe of, uh, uh, of a civil war in this country. And it is the duty of everybody to bring down the tension, to make sure that this country, that we live peaceably and we remain one cohesive country. Well, the uh, presidency um, earlier this morning, Mr. Gabashu uh, was saying that the Nigeria police should publish the names of Fulani editors undergoing trials in various states of the Federation. I'm sure you are aware that there had been claims by some individuals that uh, these uh, so-called Fulani editors, uh, the ones that perpetrate these crimes, when they are caught, uh, they they just get released. And now Mr. Shew is saying that some of them are undergoing trials, and he's saying that uh, the police should publish their names uh, so that Nigerians I, I, will understand I, I the situation. Aware, I am aware that, that we have 
several of these people undergoing trial. It is not only the police that should publish. The judiciary should also be able to tell us the case files that they have with them mm. of this particular bandits that are facing trial. As we have Fulani uh, facing trial, we have Aoutas, we have Igbos. I, I know that there is no one that is caught, in, especially in this. I Look, I am close to the Seriki Fulani. I'm close to the Seriki Aoutas. I'm close to our, our traditional rulers in this, in this particular state. And I know exactly what is going on. What is going on? A lot of them are being caught on a daily basis and have been, daily basis are being charged to court on a daily basis. But I just don't know. Maybe then the police also have to step up and then bring out more, more of these things out so that people will be able to know exactly what is happening. And then, of course, those who are interested in some of these cases will be able to follow to follow them up. Look at the unfortunate things that we have about in Bolaish. charge case to court. The man, as we speak, is on remand now, being tried. That is the one that the police can do. <laughs> cannot give a prison sentence. That case needs to be concluded, and it can only be concluded when we have witnesses that will come out and say this is actually what happened, and we have diligent prosecution. And of course, we will find out a lot of them behind bars. A lot of them are behind bars. All right. Well, uh, well um, you know, uh, one, one thing you can at least agree to is that <laughs> the, uh, I hear you when you say that prosecution is going on. Some people are behind bars, but uh, when you talk to uh, people in the community, the belief is that nothing is being done. Well, uh, maybe uh, you eat it on that the edge when, when you say that there has to be a lot of information put out there. Yeah, the mistrust is always there that the government will never do anything. The police will never do anything. That's the mindset of our people. I think we should need to come out of that mindset and be able, you know, the, the people, including yourself, sir. Is it, including yourself. Is it, is it the people? The journalists to come out and do some investigative journalism okay. and bring out reports of what you have been able to find out, how many armed robbers have been charged, how many of them are going on, undergoing trial, how many of them have been jailed for what specific offense, for what, you know, uh, uh, time of imprisonment or something like that. We all need to come out to all right. Um, we'll, we'll just hang it there. Uh, thank you really uh, for talking to us this morning. Uh, I know that at the end of the day, for everybody, for just like you said, for every patriotic Nigerian, the hope is that we can uh, go about our businesses every day knowing that we are safe and not be scared of um, anybody attacking the other. Thank you very much. You're welcome. All right. Thank you for talking to us this morning. Okay. Uh, uh, Dr. Okwala is the uh, chairperson of the PCRC uh, here in Ogun State. Because uh, uh, it's, 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 it's important. It's, it's, uh, it was great to uh, know, although what we I knew that there were some engagements that had started uh, after the EOR situation, especially, again, <laughs> you know, after the quick notice that was issued. Uh, by uh, those uh, group of young people, um, I don't know whether I can. I'm trying to, to uh, remember the particular uh, name that they gave to that group. But uh, the hope, of course, uh, is that we will begin to get that. Uh, that we'll begin to get that uh, safe environment that we uh, all crave. Uh, yes. Uh, okay. Here you are. Uh-huh. that we begin to get that <laughs> safe environment uh, that we crave. Uh, the, a number of things were said this morning by Mr. Gabashew, 
and uh, the hope of course is you know uh, those would not just be words and they would be things that will be backed up with action according to him the president are very concerned and um, there are things that are being put in place there are efforts being made uh, to ensure uh, that uh, the country is safe. Uh, the president yesterday in a statement vowed uh, that they would not allow uh, ethnic or religious groups to stoke violence uh, in the country. Uh, the uh, Minister of Defense, Major General Bashir Magashi, retired, also came out to say that military agencies will not sit and watch anyone shooting at somebody or destroy the country as he asked for more time to bring the security situation in the country. Uh, under control while acknowledging the cooperation of members of the public in providing useful information to assist the military operations the minister said the ongoing battle against criminals could not be faced uh, by the military alone uh, well at the end of the day like i said uh, the hope of nigerians is that these words are marked by actions and uh, that um you know, people that go about perpetrating crimes are really brought to book and prosecuted. Uh, Dr. Okwala was talking about the mindset of the people and saying there's the need to get the information out there as well. Uh, well, we all have roles to play. Hopefully, we'll play them well and uh, we'll be safe eventually. Uh, what is important, uh, what what I think we can all agree to is that no one wants uh, an environment of uh, uh, with uh, unrest, anarchy, uh, everyone wants a safe environment. Well, I'll get some thoughts from you as far as this uh, situation is concerned this morning at Fresh FM at on Twitter is where you drop your contributions. Uh, the numbers are 0815 0815-432-1079, 0815-432-1079, 0818-111-1079. Those are the numbers to call. Uh, to talk to us this morning, uh, in the next uh, couple of minutes, just before we uh, wrap things up on the program uh, this uh, morning, uh, just uh, you can as well drop your contributions on Twitter, like I said, at Fresh FM Abelta, and uh, we'll be glad to hear from you uh, this uh, morning. Just tell us your name, where you're calling from, drop the volume on your radio, and get straight to making your contribution uh, this uh, morning. While we make them, please, uh, let's be responsible with our comments because i know that these are very interesting times that these are times that a lot of us you know say all sorts of things that we probably do not mean uh you know we say them in the uh, we in the emotions the eat of the moments and then probably do not um uh, stand by them eventually or we regret them eventually so let's let's be responsible with our comments uh please uh this morning uh the situation in ibado uh, as we hear uh, that uh, some calm, at least some level of calm has returned to the Shasha area uh, where that uh, very sad occurrence happened on Friday. Uh, yesterday, the Yondo State Governor uh, accompanied the host Governor, Shea Makinde, to, uh, to the market and uh, they appealed for calm and peace uh, to reign in that area. Good morning to you. What's your name? Where are you calling from? It's not sufficient to me. Okay, you'd have to call us back. 0815-432-1079-0818-111-1079. Those are numbers to call to talk to us this morning.
Still platform on Fresh 107.9 FM. So thank you for staying with us. Uh, we'll get to the lines now. 0815-432-1079. Uh, those are the numbers to call to talk to us uh, this uh, morning. And um, tell us, okay, your thoughts as far as the... I've, what some have described as a very tense um, situation uh, in the country at the moment and uh, the need for government to uh, swiftly act and uh, get things um, do things to ensure that uh, you know we can uh, stop what appears like the very terrible situation that we might find ourselves if things are left unchecked at Fresh FM on Twitter that's where you drop your contributions as well uh, we'll be glad to hear from you uh, via that avenue. And uh, you can as well uh, just... Okay, unfortunately, I'm, I'm not sure the Facebook Live is on at the moment. Uh, uh, that, uh, fortunately, due to some reasons, I'm sure we'll uh, get that um, a proper... Uh, get that fixed as uh, soon as uh, possible. Uh, the a number of you did uh, send in thoughts as regards the uh, comments that was made by the uh, Boti State Governor. Although over the weekend, he did... <laughs> offer what uh, was called uh, clarification as to what the governor meant. Uh, well, the question is, did he do uh, the task or did he get the goal or did he achieve the goal? That's a big question. Good morning. Hello. Good morning to you. Wale. Yes, good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling us from? Oh, yeah, brother. I can't lie. It's my name from Uganda. Good morning to you, sir. Yeah. It is very real that Fulani men are threatening our lives in this area. And it is unfortunate that people don't believe it. Because what they are saying... People, people is, do, actually. But go ahead. They, they are saying things that are... They, they are labeling us as liars. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. The security in the country is very, very bad. How can a governor, the whole governor of a state, come out to defend Fulani Hessmen for carrying arms? AK 47 as such. We right. need to be very careful. All right. And then uh, uh, the governor of Benue State, that's all. Was saying that herdsmen are eating what the, the farmers are growing in Benue State. And instead of uh, the governor of Bauchi State condemning that herdsmen, he went on to defend them. All right. But because they don't have anybody to defend them, mm. they had to carry AK 47. Mm. It is very dangerous. All right. So thank you very much. What can you say about a GPO who came out of his office to uh, shoot an assassin in the We heard that over the weekend. Mm. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you very much it for your contribution. Thank you very it much. It is unfortunate. Mm. I am you. an old man of 92 years. Wow. Thank you very much. It doesn't bother me much. <laughs> but I bother about my... Your children. Actually, my Mm. Those coming behind me. Mm. Thank you very much. Those sir. young people. Mm. Those my children. If I die today, I will die. Governor Latif Jackson died on at 91. 
I am 92. Oh. I am older than Latin. All right, sir. If I die people will... Well, you... I, 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 I totally understand your point. Well, I, I pray that you continue to live and um, at least stay around for more years to share your wisdom and, you know, enjoy yourself. Thank you very much, sir. Okay. All right. Uh, very interesting. Uh, but, you know, uh, it just, it just, uh, it, just like he said, it's bothered for the kids, bothered for those coming after him. And it's interesting because some have said that there are some individuals who appear to forget about uh, the future who appear to forget about the future of their uh, offsprings and they just say whatever uh, trying to turn uh, people against themselves and you know turn things into something else in this country uh, you know and when we're especially when what we all should be doing is uh, making sure that we this uh, uh, our country at least that we still recognize as uh, you know, one Nigeria, at least that's what, just like my guest earlier was saying, that's what the constitution says and that's what we have to work with. And that our country remains a safe place. Um, 0815 432 1079, 0818 These are numbers uh, to call to talk to us this morning. Still, about, I think about six minutes before I leave the studio uh, this uh, morning. Uh, that's, uh, uh, that's, uh, that's this very um sad uh, situation that happened earlier this morning in lagos okay I'll, I'll get to die in a moment hello good morning to you what's your name where are you calling from please turn on the volume on that radio thank you hello good morning yeah good morning my name is mr Lonkin. you're calling I'm from where calling mr Lonkin? mr Lonkin? i can yes could you could you move away from your radio turn it down okay sir yes right. i want to the Nigerians. Then the problem we are having today is from those our Hello. Anyway, I, I was actually hoping to uh, say that your know, statements of that nature um, to generalize and say that one particular tribe, one particular group of people. Uh, is the sole cause of the problem in the country. Uh, those are statements that we would not allow on this dial. They should not be allowed anywhere. Uh, we should find a way to make our points known without having to, you know, label uh, an entire group of people as, you know, something that... Hello, good morning. Good morning. Mr. Adewale, for the, for the purpose of this conversation, let's stick to Ali Bakari. Okay, let's stick to Ali Bakari. Good morning. Talk to us. Yes. It's quite unfortunate. Quite frankly, we see the attitude, the body language of our president. I don't know if you it's not it's coming out the the incident in the country. Are people in charge here are being named? They are being killed here and there. Some of them are being killed. of the country. It's not only about the people. It's quite sad. It's quite sad. It's All right. Thank you. All right, thank you very much. Thank you very much.
Yeah, I was saying earlier uh, that uh, this morning at the, at the uh, Jonathan Coca Railway level crossing in the Fagba area of Idrishaga, Lagos, a train collided with a truck loaded with animal feed. Uh, this event happened sometime before nine o'clock uh, this uh, morning, and uh, we hear that that accident has led to vehicle um, to uh, vehicular traffic in that area. Uh, very, you know, heavy vehicular traffic. Uh, they're saying that uh, motorists are advised to take alternative routes. Uh, there are quite a number of you uh, will listen to us from uh, Lagos. Uh, although, uh, good news is at the moment, there are no casualties being reported, at least uh, that we know at the moment, and hopefully it remains like that. Uh, that happened at the Jishaga area of Lagos, Fagba area of Jishaga, uh, earlier this morning. Hello. Oh, I lost that call. Oh, those calls actually i uh, do try again uh just about three minutes before i leave this morning zero eight one five four three two ten seventy nine zero eight one eight one 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 ten seventy nine good morning to you what's your name where are you calling from please turn on the volume on your radio thank you good morning Wally. my name is bio i'm calling from Abdelkuta. good morning good morning yeah please i don't believe in something about the, your program very interesting and always letting us right mm. but i just want you to know that when someone calling to meet I just don't think it's an advice. Mm. Please, maybe actually listen to the person. After listening to the person, make the correction. Let me hear the correction. Because oftentimes, I say you stand phone when someone wants to make an incitement. You know, the, the, the problem is, the problem is uh, you just never can tell what else that person is going to say. And um, <laughs> I'd rather just move on to uh, a lot of other calls than... Yes, I get what you're saying, benefit of the doubt, but... Uh, maybe that's how we need to also learn uh, to be responsible with our comments. You just never can tell what else someone is going to say. And, you know, unfortunately, uh, we don't have that time per se. You know, there are other people who are trying to talk to us. Thank you for your advice, though. I, I totally get where you're coming from, but I hope you see uh, what we say as well. Hello, good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Yes, sir. What's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is Mr. Water. Mr. Walters. Good morning. God would bless Nigeria. Peace will reign into this Nigeria. Amen. What I mean is that those people call themselves the banner of the community. Mm. Let them know that people are living around with them. Let them know they're very nice know their family, know what is their business, know the occupation, mm. knows everything. And from there, we'll have to find out how all these things will be going down. Okay. That's my contribution right. for you people. God bless Thank Nigeria. God bless our you country. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, Taiwo Tolulokwe on Twitter uh, says, um, I live and study at Zaria. Says I can't go back because of the tension in the country. Hmm. Because the hope is that you know, the tension goes down, or we are back to uh, peaceful coexistence, and people like people like Tao can get back to Zaria, where he obviously has to be. Uh, that's as much as we'll take this morning, I think, uh, because of our time. Yes, that's as much as we'll take. I was really hoping I'd be able to uh, get some more thoughts. Apologies to quite a number of you who uh, had your calls uh, dropping. And um, just before I leave again, I'd say, uh, you know, it's very crucial. These are very, uh, very um, interesting times, very tricky period where, uh, 
you could say something that you believe that's just you expressing your opinion or that's just you expressing your thought but you never can tell the number of people that you would be inciting and the damage that you could do uh, with those comments uh, to label uh, generally a group of people as a trouble in the country or to make statements like um, this is the time for us all to do this and that and face ourselves no those are things that uh, should not be allowed at this time. Uh, I understand that some of us are quite emotional, quite bothered about the situation and hence some of the things we say, but uh, wouldn't we rather have a peaceful environment? Uh, the uh, Earlier, uh, a caller earlier was talking about the civil war saying, those are not times we want to experience again. And uh, we all have to be responsible with our comments, responsible with our, our submissions, and hopefully we'll get the society that we crave and like I always say, ultimately deserve. That's the program this morning. Platform returns on Wednesday. God willing, Wale Bakar is my name. Remember, like I said at the very start, continue to do things to protect yourselves against the COVID. Wear your face mask, avoid crowded places, educate others around you. Enjoy your Monday. Have a blessed week. Good morning. City of Nigeria, Rock City of Nigeria. This is Fresh 107.9. Hi, I'm Ozioma, and I'm always tuned into my favorite radio station. Fresh.